Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Empowered Empath Podcast, where sensitivity is a superpower. I'm your host, Gracie Bolev, mind, body, spirit mentor, international speaker, Reiki master, and quantum healer here to hold this sacred space for us more sensitive souls to explore, express, and expand not just who, but what we are. A new way and new wave is emerging. We are the empowered empaths. Let's rise and shine. This is episode seven of the Empowered Empath podcast, and I have a really incredible guest on the show for you guys today. I'm so excited to introduce my homegirl. What an honor to be able to call her that, Taylor Winterstein. Hey, Tay. (laughs) Hey, my girl. I am so happy to be here with you, babe. Yay. So I have like a whole introduction that I could spiel, but I'm getting the intuitive hit that I would love for you to introduce yourself because at this point in your soul's evolution and in your work in this lifetime, I know that you're in a major reintroduction stage. So you're reintroducing Mm. yourself to the world, doing things differently. How would you like to introduce who you are, what you do and how you do it? Oh, that's a good question because you're (laughs) so right. I feel like I'm moving into this whole new season of my life and like letting go of everything that just is not going to work going forward into this new way. And the way that like when you were just speaking, like how would I introduce myself? Well, actually, I think I would introduce myself now as I've evolved, especially over my journey in the past six to seven years. I I feel like I want to introduce myself as like a grounded, embodied activist because I've come across a lot of people, especially a lot of leaders, not just in this movement, but around the community who are still leading from a very um, shaky place. And it's got a lot to do with their energy. It's got a lot to do with, you know, not clearing um, things that are going on, especially in the work that I'm doing. Um, You've got a lot of dark energy and Mm. entities to navigate. Um, And so it's, yeah, I feel like I really want to be, a kind of integrated, embodied, grounded activist and leader in this movement who puts energy work at the forefront of everything because how we are going to um, secure this victory, I guess you could call it, is making sure that our frequency, that's our frequency that is, you know, up here, I know you can't, oh no, this is recorded for video. Hey, I'm like, I know you can't see what I'm saying, but like our frequency is elevated. Our frequency is high. Our frequency is in the purest state that it can be, which is love. And I know it sounds like woo-woo and weird when I say this, especially as an activist who talks about a very controversial Mm -hmm. topic. But as the years go on, I'm, I'm realizing and I'm observing what's the missing piece here. And yes, we can lead and we can say all these things, but if you're not coming from a frequency that is truly grounded and connected and nourished and also you know really taken care of it's not going to work it might get you you know five steps ahead but this is a long game and it won't get you to the finish line and that's what I'm really starting to step into is that integrated embodied centered you know really leading from that energetic space and um and I'm really excited about it because my soul like my soul just knows like yes Tay yes yes this is this is it this This is is the missing piece and this is what you can bring to it and you know people might resist it at the start but once you actually tap into it and drop in and people feel Mm -hmm. soul to soul what you're actually trying to communicate and the message you're trying to get out they'll realize that yes this is this is how it's gonna this is how we do it this is it doesn't have to be that hard actually all you need to do is come back to your heart space and love and if you feel like you can't do that right now um you know I would suggest just getting into some daily practices and energy work or enlisting support like you Gracie clearing your field so that you can get rid of the baggage and the crap that you've been carrying around for years and and access your own love like yes oh absolutely I love everything that you just said sister like describing yourself as an embodied grounded high frequency love-based leader like a big theme that we've actually explored in this podcast before is love as leadership and to me that's exactly what you just described 
Because what 2020, like for me, what's really been illuminated on the global scale and it's been like all those macro level issues, but it's Mm. also reflected in the micro. So in individual beings like you and I, us as people, Mm. how we be is like attuned to a frequency of fear. And I feel that 2020 and the way that everything has unfolded, it's unveiled and unmasked that so many of us and most impactfully, people in positions of power, our supposed leaders, are operating from fear, leading from fear. And that, that that's not true leadership. That's not guidance. That's misguidance. So beautiful sister, like I'm proud of you for the incredible shifts that you've made and you are leading from a truly powerful and peaceful place now. I know this from our energy work together. What was the tipping point for you? Like what made you realize something's got to change? I think this year really showed me um, how a lot of us are still leading from a place of fear. A lot of us are still taking action from a place of fear. A lot of us are still, um, you know, trying to force things out of a place of fear and it's like, Wow. And I will totally admit, like 100%, I've caught myself doing that plenty mm. of times. And um, and it, take, it took a couple of situations to really like, oh, stop and look and reflect and like, oh, mm-hmm. actually, what is underlying that? Is it is this true leadership from a place of genuine love in my heart that, yes, I believe that the world will yeah. change and our, and our children will have a safe future to grow up in? Or is this still trying to force something from a place of, well, I'm scared that if I don't, that my kids are going to grow up in a, a you know, effed up world basically. Yeah. And I have to do this because it's like coming from scarcity and lack. I'm like, there's not enough people. So ever, you know what I mean? Like it's just this yes. underlying frequency of scarcity, lack, fear, mm-hmm. limitation. And so mm-hmm. I really had to catch myself and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Do I believe that I could change the world from this frequency or is that just going to attract more yes. of like experiences that is still going to keep this, you know, this activism that I do in a limited sort of space. So I really, you know, it has really been down to focusing on my frequency and really trying to look at, okay, well, if I'm energy and I'm standing and I'm leading and the aura and the, and the, and the vibration that I'm putting out into the world, how can I make this easier for myself and for other people and just to like make it feel like I'm more connected to my soul is by truly leading from a loving, peaceful place. And you said this in, you know, the work that we did together, true power is peaceful. And that was just like, oh, damn, that really hit me (laughs) in my feelings because it's like, yes, that's the message and the sentence Mm -hmm. that I needed to hear to confirm that I am on the right path here and it can be peaceful and true. And power doesn't always have to be rah-rah in your face, like, ah, like this angry, yes, that serves a purpose, 100%, but not all the time. And Mm. um, I feel like if I truly want to be the change, I know it's so cliche, but I just... I just want to be from, like, come from love first and foremost. And I look at my kids every single day and I look at them and they're, like, just pure, pure love. Like, they just pure bliss, pure love, pure joy. Mm-hmm. And I just think, yeah, I just, I just want to live like that in that state every single day. <laughs> and if I can get back to that, you know, frequency that we were as children before we were programmed and conditioned and, all things happen to us and now we're carrying all this baggage that's not ours. It's like if I could get back to that and and remind people of that and bring that out in other people too, damn, we could like win this game so much quicker and easier because it comes back to your loving frequency. Yes, now that is change. I think you made like such a powerful and foundational point that truly would flip the script for humanity as a collective and that is that essential leadership is energetic. It is an energetic game. We can't be leading from our heads. We can't be leading from our egos. We can't be leading from any kind of agenda. Leadership should be a felt frequency embodied experience. And the way that you're leaning into it is so, it is graceful, my love. And it's so beautiful to watch now. And the way that you're speaking to it, like, I have always felt the potency of your words and your work and your message, but what you deliver now and the way that you deliver it just since our work together and what you just said, the frequency has shifted. It has changed. Mm -hmm. It has elevated. And this is in large part because your field has purified as well. You're doing things differently. 
you're playing a different game altogether. It's not just that you've changed up the game plan. You, you just refuse to play. You're not playing anymore. It's not, you're not mm. bullshitting around. You're not running around in circles. It's that you have ascended that. And instead, I think for me, what I'm starting to seek in true leadership after a year like this year is if I can see an individual embodying the consciousness of the outcome they are trying to energize. That's it for me. If you want freedom, if you want liberation, if you want our rights respected, if you want unity, if you want all of these virtues represented and honoured in humanity, how are you honouring that in yourself, in your message and how you deliver your message? Mm. So, my love, like my next question for you, when it comes to your big picture and what you're trying to energise, how would you describe that vision? The vision that I have going forward, especially with everything that's going on <laughs> and this like new portal opening up on the just 21st of December. <laughs> it's like my husband's like, there's a new portal opening. I'm like, what are we going to create? Like, what are we doing? I'm like, no, Frank. Um, <laughs> no, I honestly, I honestly see my vision. Like I'm just picturing it now in my mind and I can just see peace and beauty and nature and communities and like coming back together in small little villages that are helping each other to thrive. And it's almost like we're completely bypassing the mainstream consciousness or the systems and everything that's there that's designed to be broken for a reason and keep us enslaved into this system of fear. And we're just on a, we're just, we've bypassed it all and we're on a completely new way, new track. And we don't, that's not even relevant to our lives anymore. We've, we've created this whole new, beautiful, thriving ecosystem where Whatever's happening over here doesn't even matter and it doesn't even touch us because we are just so pure, vibrating from love, helping each other. Um, everyone is welcome. You know, there is just we're just functioning in a way where humanity is truly thriving and 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 all of us are in this. Like we're all helping each other. We all have each other's best interests at heart. We're all helping raise each other's kids. But like I just feel like the whole vision that I'm working towards is like don't even let's not even waste our energy anymore in trying to fix this over here. There is no point. It's not, it's, we don't need to fix it when we can just build our own and create our new over here and just completely yeah. bypass their system. Yes. I love that. Yeah. For me, what you said about the system, like it's not that the old system or what we've been running on is broken. It's actually operating as it's always been intended to run. It's yes. like, it's just that the system never worked in the first place and we need to build a new one entirely for me. 100%. That's so, what I see. It's like don't even you don't even need to put energy into it. It's if we for me the way that I see it is if I'm pure loving high I'm vibrating higher and I'm trying to like I don't know like you know change the system over here or fix it like yeah. they're feeding off my light they're feeding off yes. my high vibration my energy and it's like do I want to give my power away to that anymore I don't mm. think so I don't think I want to do that anymore I want to give my power away to um other people and other communities and other organizations who are literally like on the same path as me aligned like have the same vision too like we can create a whole new world away from <laughs> this other craziness going down over here and it doesn't it will never touch us because it can't on a vibrational from yeah. a vibrational point of view like we're just up here they're just the the, yes. the the frequency that's circulating will never be able to reach us and so that won't affect us anyway if we just continue to yeah. do our own thing mm-hmm. be vibrationally untouchable yeah but it's that's like it. instead like we can't help ourselves like it's it's a shit show and it's a train wreck and we can't stop looking and getting <laughs> Someone like you, like you were so obviously, you still are like very aware of all the corruption of everything that's wrong and that doesn't work to serve or support humanity whatsoever. Um, how did you find yourself able to detach? Because I know that a lot of us, like we want change, but like I get messages like this flooding, even my DM, I can only imagine what your inbox is like when people are saying like, how do you stay so positive with A, B and C going on? Like, are you just ignoring all the problems of the world? How did you find the strength to detach? What was that process like? I think 
It's really just truly honoring my feelings and where I'm at. And don't get me wrong, like I, there's moments where I'm just like yeah. in a mess on the floor crying because I'm just like my heart is hurting right now. Like my heart hurts for the people who just don't know what they don't know or haven't found this new information awareness yet, just yet and or may never because it's not their journey to be on. And um, my heart hurts for the people who are literally being injured and killed and, and compromised and sacrificed um, for darker energies and darker forces. And I think that like when I find myself in these like these really, really sad, big emotions of just like helplessness, I have to remember like if I really want to change things and if I believe things can change, I need to come back into my heart space. I need to have faith. I need to remember that I'm not alone. There are so many people like me who are so focused on building new world as well, like for our children especially. And so I just remember, like when I'm in that state, I just remember, like I just literally, I'll bring to my mind, like all of the people I know in my field around me who are literally so focused and determined and committed to making this change and building this new way. And I'll remember that, you know, it doesn't have to be this big, scary thing that we have to come up against. All it has to be is, well, if we link arms together and truly come from a loving space and have this vision and keep taking action and working towards it, we can have the world that we want. We can and heal, help heal each other. We can literally raise our babies in, you know, a place where none of this shit matters anymore in 10 to 20 years' time because we figured it out. We've let it go. We've stopped giving our energy away we've stopped um feeding it almost like feeding this beast that it it wants our attention like you said like it's a shit show and it's hard to look away at times and I like 100% I get swept up in it sometimes I'm just like oh but then I'm like when I'm swept up and I'm like but what how do I feel right now what is my vibration at and it's low it's always low like when I dip into that and it comes from ego and it comes from trying to be right and it it comes from force and I'm like well okay cool well you've just done that you've tried tried it out like how does it feel now it's like well it feels like shit did that really do anything probably not because all that does is circulate the low frequency again and does that actually create the change that I want to see no it doesn't so I'm like okay stop catch yourself in that moment what am I what am I giving my energy to how am I circulating frequency is it for the betterment of humanity no well then I'm going to stop myself right there and I'm going to try and figure out okay where how can I what what's the simplest thing I could do right now and usually when I'm in that state I'll like I'll play music or I'll come back to breath work or um you know I'll start journaling and just the simplest ways to help me process you know how I'm feeling my body not wronging myself for feeling sadness it's there for a reason but and but knowing that I don't have to stay in that space I don't have to stay in that space and actually I don't want to because I know that if I'm going to be of service to this world and I'm truly going to lead and help other people and, you know, be the change I wish to see in the world, I need to make sure that I'm coming back up out of that state into love, joy, faith, hope, enlightenment. And, um, yeah, and you do that through your practices. And I guess it's just it's not like a one thing, oh, I've detached and that's it. It's a process and you will Mm -hmm. constantly come up against it. But I think what's important is just to catch yourself. Like you get better at catching yourself when you're in that state. Like, oh, okay, cool, it's there. I know it's there I've, I've I've done this before I know like if I just do a couple of these things it works to pull myself out of that and yep. then I can kind of like detach in that way where I 100% I felt the feelings I felt sad and I've, I've observed and I've witnessed what's going on but then I come back to okay well what's my frequency at like is this going to serve humanity or is it just circulating more fear and more sadness and more low vibration yeah. can I come back up out of that and I just continue to do those simple little like daily practices that help me come out of it it, it really is as easy and simple as that I know like it just sounds a bit all weird but I'm like if you just took half an hour out of your day to do some energy work it will shift your mind and your yeah how you're feeling completely and you'll realize that there is so much more love in this world than there is hate and there is fear and there is judgment and there is all of the yucky ickiness that we feel like oh my god the world's ending the world is not ending the world is literally Things are being burned down for a reason to clear the path for what's coming now. And like what's coming now is is love and it is truly like this new way of helping everyone to thrive and coming from a higher vibrational state because 2020 has definitely like brought up a lot of shadow, a lot of like 
a lot of icky ego, like just everything's flaring. Like I feel like everyone's egos and inner child were flaring in 2020. And now it's like, okay, cool. We've had our little temper tantrum and now what's going to happen? Now we have to reparent. Now we have to self-soothe. Now we have to really just come back to give myself love and grace and then I can give that to the world. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What you just said about like throwing tantrums and acting like infants, basically, we're being called to a new spiritual maturity now. If we're going to like make this shift happen, if we're going to be about this change, we have to mature spiritually, which like you said, it requires that we tend to our energy. It requires we tend to our energy. I think something to highlight because this community, this is all empowered empaths. Everyone listening is a sensitive soul and energetically before you become genuinely empowered, you will feel susceptible at times. Everyone listening, like at any moment in your life, at any point, because you are energy, whatever you are focusing on, you are also consequently energizing. So no matter what you're doing, you are energizing either outcome. So the fear-based oppressive systems that are currently in play, or you are helping to energize and realize this new earth that so many of us are trying to create, that all of us claim that we want. So make the choice. It starts with raising your consciousness. Taste said a really important word, awareness. Just become aware. Become aware of your state, your field, your frequency. And these are aspects and expressions of self you are always in control of. Always. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yes. So sister for you, I know that y- this beautiful shift for you, you're now embodying, but on a personal level, cause I know you're a sensitive soul and you're an empath on that note. Um, what did you feel were the costs for you when you started to recognize that you were leading from fear or a little bit of force? What do you feel was the cost of that? Burnout. Yeah. <laughs> Exhaustion. Mm. Uh, not being fully present with my kids, um, like running away with stories of like worst case scenario, like, oh, my God, well, like this is going to happen if I don't. And like, you know, just giving my power away. Yeah. Really. Like I say that, you know, I was leading, but, you know, when you leave from a place of fear, it's still giving your power away to that thing that you think that's going to happen or that, that system that you think is going to F you over. And so it's like, yeah, I just like had another awakening. I wake up one day and I was like, do I want to do that anymore? I don't Mm. think I do. I don't, I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think that it's truly a vibration that's going to get us to where we need to be. Um, and that is really walking each other home to love, our true essence. And it's like literally as simple as that. I know what you say, but I'm like, it, but it doesn't have to be complicated. It actually can yeah. be really easy. And if we just walk each other back home to love, man, we could win this like tomorrow. So yeah. And yeah, ooh, I just decided I didn't want to do yeah. that anymore. I just, yeah. Something that you just said about like, it doesn't have to be complicated. This is the truth guys, but we have this tendency to, when we feel like we're in danger of some kind, if we've identified a threat, a threat, our egos will want to complicate things. Our egos will want to keep us stuck there. Fear will always want to survive and feed into more fear and more fear and more fear. Recognize if you feel stuck or that things can't change, this is fear. And you can always, always choose again. When you veer into love, you're actually leading. So again, that fear, fear is always misguidance, guys, always. Um, What I adore about you, Tay, one of many things, like I love this value that you have of radical self-honesty and you've always embodied it. But just then the way that you were able to identify that this is how I was doing things back then and it wasn't genuinely sustainable, etc. You were able to not call yourself out, but call yourself forward into the new, into the better. This to me is such a foundational piece of integrity. This is integrity to me, like radical self-honesty in leadership. 2020, and I wanted to bring this topic of integrity up with you because you do embody it, but 2020 to me has shown me particularly you know, in all industries actually, but even in um, personal development, in, you know, popularized spirituality fields, there are, again, I guess, leaders who 
have begun to reveal themselves as being less than in their own integrity. What has been your experience, Tay, of, I guess, detaching from putting people on pedestals, thinking that other people are perfect? What have you learned about integrity in observing 2020? Oh, yeah, this one's a big one because I've been really, like, yeah, really learning a lot about this and how I felt and, like, you know, what I was doing before and, like, you know, the whole thing, people on pedestals and thinking that, oh, like, that's who I aspire to be like. So, like, that's, you know, that's what I want to work towards. And then a lot of shit happened this year <laughs> and I saw, like, ooh, interesting, that's not really, like, practising what you preach. And I'm yeah. not, like, saying a judgy point of view, but I'm just, like, I've just been... Yep close to what I've been connected with and observation and and learning and training with these people I'm like oh that's really interesting that that's like I just found a lot of uh behavior in the especially in the personal development world really interesting this year and questionable and I'm not saying like we're all fucking human we all fuck up we all say shit that we'll you know don't truly mean later on it's come from ego or whatever but um I don't know there's just been a few things that you know in the this what was what did you say? Popularized spirituality is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> oh my god, like that word. That is just <laughs> like it's like oh, I don't know what it was, but it was just it was almost like we were being the conscious people were telling us how, almost like how to be conscious or like if you blitz, well, you're not conscious. It was always like I was getting told off for thinking different thoughts or like just yeah. questioning certain things and not necessarily buying into the narrative that was being circulated at the time and I was just like okay well you know I've learned a lot from people that I used to look up to and 100% used to put people up on pedestals and now I realize that what's the point we're all human like actually you know no one's perfect and why am I doing this because all it does is it constantly makes you feel like well like there's this subtle there's this subtlety of like well I'm, I'm not good enough I'm not there yet I'm not enough yet like I need to be like that kind of thing. And it's like, well, everyone just, everyone off the pedestal. Because <laughs> number yeah. one, we're all human. Like we all yeah. are at the same level at the end of the day. Yeah, we might be at different points of consciousness and awareness, but we're all human. We all come from love. Um, and I don't know, I just realised that a lot of it was like, <clears throat> was it creating and cultivating an environment to truly get people to think for themselves or was it cultivating this like conversation of no you've got to think like this otherwise if you don't then you're not conscious and you're you're not working you're not you know you're not really that spiritual because you think like I don't know just so many things that I've spent all this year and I'm just like oh my gosh just yeah I'm glad that it happened because it helped me to detach it helped me to not put people off on pedestals and it helped me to stay true to myself even more so Mm -hmm. and um and yeah, now I think that, you know, what it comes down to is just like everyone really is on their own journey and you really yes. need to tap into who you truly, truly deeply resonate with um, and don't get caught up in the glitzy, shiny objects or things or people that you think that you need to be like, what is it in your soul that is resonating with someone else? Even if they have 50 followers or whatever, they don't have any, mm. any like, you know, no big business or whatever it is come back to who you resonate with because that's like, that's where you're going to find the true soul connections. The people that I used to think that I had soul connection with, I don't know if it was soul anymore. I think it might've been more ego and like more like Mm. wanting to prove or wanting to fit in or wanting to be like them kind of thing. Now it's like, okay, 2020 has really shown me who are my true soul connections? Who do I really want in my space? Who do I really look to for guidance? Who am I really enlisting for support now moving forward? And I've gotten really honest with that. And yeah, the circle's gotten smaller and, you know, I don't really, you know, want to be, in everything across everything and like doing all the things anymore I just want to like find my people and just really nurture that and um and yeah I don't know if I made sense speaking just then but yeah I think that (laughs) I just kind of like blurted a lot out but I feel like it just really showed me who my true true soul connections right now are and um and I love that I found them moving into 2021 because I feel like it's just yeah just really laid the foundations of okay cool like this is this has cleared a lot of stuff that I didn't need and now I've just got the the simple things that I do need and the friends that I do need and the family and loved ones that I do want in my life right now yeah 
Oh, amazing. In the clearing out, I curiously want to ask you, sis, did you feel like any grief in letting go and detaching from a lot? I don't know if it was grief. I feel like it was just like relief almost. Like, I don't know, when we were in our work, when we were in our session, Gracie, I just said it to my husband before, like it was, there was one point that I remember and I was lying there and it was almost like this, like this heavy, like, armor or something just like got lifted off my chest and just like pushed away and it was like you did something I don't know what you did because my eyes were closed (laughs) but it was just like this this heaviness and like like all of a sudden it was off my chest and I was like oh wow okay cool and it was almost like all the crap that I was carrying around that I thought that I needed or I thought that like this is how it's supposed to be was just like lifted off and I was like oh wow okay cool no this is actually how I'm supposed to be this is how I'm actually supposed to feel like this is how light and how good it's supposed to feel and I'm like oh okay cool all right I get it now I get it like thank you you've served me um you know I've loved the journey that I've been on so far but I need to take this away now so that I can continue to move forward in a much more powerful way Yes. And like that armor piece, like I definitely did remove a big weight from you. And I love you use the word armor because I was literally, I remember that moment and I saw, I opened my eyes while I was working on you and I saw like your shoulders and your chest slightly jerk. Um, I felt your need. It was a need, somatic need for you to protect yourself vibrationally from playing that level of consciousness of the game. So in that moment, I shifted you you to a new level where you're not playing the game where you need armor at all. Like, yes, still protect yourself, still have your, your boundaries and your preservations in place for your field, but you don't have to be on guard and on defense in the same way because you're not playing around with fear. It's not ego versus ego. It's genuinely, like you said, like listening to your soul. And that's a beautiful lesson to learn simply by observing all of the behaviours that have been able to arise this year. And I think that's been a huge gift of 2020 is that um, I feel that if any of us have had, all of us, all of us having unresolved wounding patterns, we've all been given this incredible opportunity to start acting out through those wounds and patterns so then we can witness them tangibly in our behavior and say shit where'd that come from need to work on that well that's not me that doesn't resonate with the future I'm trying to create so -hmm. it's been such a great opportunity for just witnessing ourselves and returning home to soul Mm. um so with all of that said if you had to try to like define or describe integrity say in a, a sentence or two how would you do that For me, I feel like uh, integrity is going to look different for uh, like everyone. But for me, I feel like you're in integrity if you are like, you know, keeping your word, not just with yourself, but with other people. And you're actually walking your talk and you're making the hard decisions, even if that means some people are going to be pissed off by your decisions. Um, It means you are literally coming from a place of like deep love and compassion and yeah, you're just being your word. Like you're actually doing what you say you're going to do. You're actually being about what you say you're about. Because I've seen a lot of people talk this year. Yeah. A lot of people talk, <laughs> but they say that they're about this thing and they say all the things. But when it comes to the nitty gritty and it comes to the crunch time, like they're yeah. not actually about it. They're, the way of being is not about it. They're not taking action to be about what they say yeah. they're about. And um, I've seen a lot of people talk the talk, but not walk the walk necessarily and if I see someone who's walking their talk I'm like that's integrity to me and I don't even care what it is that they're talking about or what they're doing but I'm like you stay true to yourself regardless of trying to you know people please and like do things out of obligation like that's integrity that like you're staying in integrity like I, I remember um you know with the the whole um, conversation about Easy Falau that time where it came up about like, you know, his posts and whatever. And like, I don't agree with him, yeah. but he stuck to his beliefs and his word. Like yeah. he's a man of his word in my, like, I don't agree with him. I don't agree with what he said or what he posted, but I can see how he for himself stayed in integrity. And I was like observing that. I'm like, well, that's what he truly, that's what he believes and thinks. Like, 
and even with like he didn't kneel for the Black Lives Matter um, when it went to Super League and like he that's him honoring his own integrity and that's why I said integrity has got to look different to other people but for me it's like that's how I sort of notice integrity it's like well can you stay true to yourself your word even when other people or even when you know you feel like oh I need to like sort of like filter myself a little bit mm-hmm. because I don't know how people are going to take it. Yeah. It's like, no, be, be in integrity. Say how you truly feel. Like do what you truly want to do and definitely walk your bloody talk. I don't want to mm-hmm. see anyone talking a big talk anymore and not actually coming through with action because I've seen a lot of that this year and um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It feels out of integrity to me. It feels out of integrity when people are like, you know, low-key bitching about each other behind their backs for them at, you know in front of everyone they're like yes we're, we're happy we're friends and this and that it's like yeah. mm, I don't know this doesn't feel I don't know my energy is like yeah. this kind of yeah. shivers a little bit like oh it doesn't feel mm. good to me I don't know yeah. and what's what I think what's so beautiful is that you develop um more of an attuned sense to pick up on that stuff once you stop playing at that level like once you mm-hmm. elevate and you graduate your tolerance for that for people being out of integrity like it drops to zero it's a zero tolerance policy yeah. <laughs> basically and it's so true for everyone listening like the more your vibration elevates and the more committed you are to your energy and to yourself and honoring yourself and your values and your beliefs the smaller the circle becomes mm-hmm. like it's just it's part of it But to me, it's not even about cutting losses because like to me, nothing is lost. A small circle with more substance to me is so much gained. So much gained. 100%. So much. And I actually enjoy that much more than big big groups or bigger people. And, and, you know, it's almost like would you rather like a big group and have like surface level conversations or do you want to have like your two or three people who you can go really deep with and say all of the things like that's soul medicine to me like I would much prefer two or three people in my life that I can actually go there with and people who truly get me and see me and I can feel that soul connection yeah I could not agree more um circling back just quickly to the integrity piece so for me I think the main point is to simplify it it's about being about it just be about it walk your talk practice what you practice what you preach, be about it, be the embodiment. Um, for you, Tay, like it is a process and a practice and we are human, like you said before. So how do you do your best to stay in integrity and be about it? Do you have any tips or anything to share about that? Hmm. I think that... As I've gotten older and I'm a mum of two young energetic boys, mm-hmm. I kind of just like you just get to a point where you just, I mean, not maybe not everyone, but for me, I just get to a point where I stop giving an F about what anyone thinks about me anymore. And even in like my community that I'm in, I've got arrows coming from inside and outside of this community because people don't like the way that I do things. They don't like how much I charge my workshops. They don't like you know, how I, I'm, I'm posting, you know, um, love and dancing videos and, you know, mm. do that if you're going to speak about this serious topic. And it's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I feel like my soul is asking me to do. I'm going to listen to my intuition. And if my intuition tells me to post a video of me dancing, because that's going to invoke other people's queen and, and this like feminine rising, I'm like, I want to post that. Like I want moms to feel beautiful and like in their feminine and in their like freaking queendom because we're amazing and I'm like I want women to feel in their power and when I'm in that moment of like moving my body and coming back to love I feel in the power so I want to share that with the world and I don't care what anyone else has to say about that and I think for me it's just like how much more do I want to compromise my soul's expression to please every man and their dog like how much more (laughs) am I going to do that because you get to a point where you're just like I'm done doing that. I'm so sick and tired of compromising mm. my own soul's expression to make sure that I haven't offended you. Like mm. I'm not here to live my life for you. I'm here to live my life for me. Mm. And even if it doesn't resonate with everyone, there's going to be that little small group of people or that, you know, the few mamas that see that and remember the freaking power and it's yeah. going to shift something in their day, which is going to ripple effect onto their kids and then maybe their marriage and their business and yeah. how they do yeah. And it's just like, I'm not here trying to, um, I'm not here trying to like 
you know, convert everyone or make everyone see my message or everyone get what I'm doing. I'm here just to be me. And whoever resonates with my message, they're going to naturally be magnetized to my work. And that's who I want to work with. That's who I want in my circle. That's who I want to be around. I don't want to be around every man and their dog because I'm trying to do the big thing over here. I'm focused on like, you know, the small, intimate, like the, 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 the potent groups of people, women that I'm around. Like that's what I want to be around and nurture because I'm telling you now, in the work that I have done over the years, you're much better off nurturing the relationships, the small group of people, the relationship that, relationships that you have rather than trying to convert thousands of people or try and fix thousands of people or trying to make thousands of people get you. You're much better off nurturing yeah. the smaller group of people because that's what's going to actually change the game and yeah. that's what's going to be sustainable and get you to where you need to be in the long run. And, um, yeah, it's not bigger isn't better. Bigger is not always better yeah. and it's definitely quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And when I think about that and if I'm making choices or if I'm trying to move with it like out of integrity, I'm always like, okay, where am I at with that then? Do I want to just like do this because like I want to be big and out there and like in front of thousands of people or do I really want to stay in my own integrity, be my word and say, look, I strongly feel like if you're nurturing, you know, the small group of people that just get it, that's like over the time Mm. it's going to grow organically and it's going to expand organically and it's going to reach more people, you know, in a much more powerful way rather than trying to go somewhere really quick, really fast. Yes, absolutely. And like in my experience and people listening, like I think you'll understand me when I say this, Tay, like if you're, you're trying to hold on to an audience or you're trying to hold on to validation or approval from people and the, your message and the way you're delivering it is from that frequency of people pleasing, they're not actually backing you. They're, they're not backing anything real at all because you're not being about what you truly what you truly stand for and how your soul wants you to stand for it. And the way that you just expressed that, Tay, you mentioned the word intuition a bunch of times. Would you say that intuition is an integral part of living with integrity? 100%, yes. Yeah. Intuition is like the compass for it because it's like, yeah, your intuition if you're if you're truly listening and being guided by your intuition, I feel like you'll always be in integrity. That's just like I feel like it's almost as simple as it gets. For me, I like everything that I've done across my well, definitely if I'm in talking about my business and my work and my activism, everything that I've done so far, and this has always been led by my intuition. So I, I don't maybe there's been a couple of things where I felt like I've done out of integrity, but I know every time that I'm being guided by my intuition, I'm always gonna be yeah in a, aligned in my integrity, walking my talk, being about what I say that I'm about. Um and I can't go wrong. And that's why like yeah. as soon as I get that gut feeling. Like as soon as I get that hit, I'm like, that's what it is. That's, that's, that's it. And I don't care if this decision people don't get or they think that, you know, they've made mm-hmm. some sort of judgment or whatever, it, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing or at the time, I think that, you know, if as soon as I get that intuitive hit, I'm like, that's it. I don't care if you don't get it, but I know that this is what yeah. it is. And this is me being in the integrity and honouring this regardless of trying to people please or regardless of you being offended by me like staying laser focused Mm. on what it is that I feel like needs to be done. Mm -hmm. I love that. So guys, like listening, both words, intuition and integrity have those first two letters in common in like to stay in alignment, to take aligned action towards your visions, your goals, whatever they are, you need to stop and check in with your inner landscape. Ask yourself internally how you feel, what your frequency is. Ask your inner guidance to come through you and it will never lead you astray. Never. That is the language of love and how can love possibly misguide you? Exactly. So this community, being a community of empowered empaths, my love, another question for you, like when it comes to feeling empowered, being empowered, what does that mean for you? Feeling empowered. I feel like. 
It's almost like a lot easier said than done because mm-hmm. there's this empowerment word being thrown out everywhere. And, um, and a lot of just from my own experience with the women that I work with, it's like so easy to say like, you know, this is how we feel empowered and it just be empowered and blah, blah, blah. But it's like I think underneath all that there's a lot of stuff to like kind of unpack before you truly get to a place of empowered, like empowerment. Like I can 100% say I'm standing here today feeling truly empowered, but that's because I've like I've done a lot of trauma work and I've shifted mm-hmm. a lot of stuff and I've let go of things that don't serve me and then I've made choices mm-hmm. um, from my intuition that have like been this stacking effect of like, yeah, one thing after the other, like the way that I raise my kids, the way that I communicate with my husband, the way that I'm like, um, you know, running my business, like all of these things that have just like really helped me truly feel empowered. Um, yeah, because I feel like I've seen a lot of people almost say that they're empowered, but deep down they don't feel it. And I think that um, it's, again, it's another process. Like you've got to go through some work before you truly get to, I feel empowered. Um, And it comes down to energy work. It comes down to your inner work. It comes down to releasing traumas. It comes down to, yeah, just letting go of all the crap that just has been weighing you down for so long. And I think now when I think about feeling empowered, I think about, I feel like my queen energy. I feel love in my heart. I feel, you know, this joy when I look at my kids, I feel excitement when I see my husband, like, that's how I feel empowered. I don't know. It's not just like one way. It's just like this whole bunch of just yeah juicy feelings yeah. that I get in my yeah. everyday life. And I'm like, yes, I'm empowered. Like I feel my strength. I feel my spirit. I feel my fire. I feel yeah. my love. I feel my uh, peace. I feel grace. Like all of these things. But it definitely starts by unpacking and doing the inner work to let go of a lot of stuff. And then you can start mm-hmm. to make choices from a much clearer headspace and the clearer mm-hmm channel um that then becomes a stacking effect to make you feel like yeah there's a lot of things in my life that I'm so happy about right now that makes me feel truly at peace and really in my power and um yeah I think that I love that looking at looking at my life right now and just everything that's happening even when it feels like the world's like crazy like we live an upside down world right now but I just look at my everyday life and I feel like, yep, yes, my soul's a yes to that. Mm, I'm raising my yeah. kids. My soul's a yes to that. How I'm in my marriage. My soul's uh-huh. a yes to that. How I'm taking care of my body. Like, so yes, mm. the stacking effect of just feeling, getting to that yes. place of true empowerment, I feel like is really important not to kind of skip over and just think that, I mean, I'm saying I'm empowered, so I'm empowered. Yeah. Well, no, actually it takes a lot more work than that. <laughs> yeah, it is an inside out. It's an ongoing process. And I think from everything that you just said and picking up on your energy because of course I can't help myself I feel like in summation for you it's like embodying the essence of life itself like the actual life for all of its juice for all of its magic wonder and power and the only way like you said that we can come to do that there's so much clearing of our sacred vessels that we need to do trauma work Mm -hmm. healing understanding our intuition our alignment integrity like all of those things it takes work it takes work. And a bit of a hit that I'm getting now, I'm just getting the words frequency first. Frequency mm. first. So like if that's if that's on the top of your like empowerment agenda, like you will get there. And something else that's landing for me right now, sis, and I, I know that you're going to agree, all of the work that the conscious effort it takes to grow into empowerment is not available to you if you are still stuck in the fear cycles of fixating on the broken system, in pouring all of your energy, draining your sacred life force out into the old. You cannot step into empowerment if all your energetic resource is there. Is there. And that's the reason why now, like, you feel it. You're in your queen energy. You're in your goddess Mm -hmm. flow. And, like, you are radiant. When you Mm -hmm. say, I am empowered, Mm -hmm. it, like... The, the audible frequency of your voice when you say it, like it lands, it lands yeah. and you mean it. Um, and you can't fake that either. You can't no, fake that. You, you can't. know when someone's like, yes, I feel empowered. And then it's like, no, I feel empowered <laughs> right now. Like you can feel the energy. You can feel the difference. As, uh, and that is, um, that's just when I say that and that frequency that you feel, that's just me 
like having unpacked a lot of shit, like letting go of a lot of low vibrational stuff that I've been attached to and just like let it go, yeah. keep moving forward, keep yeah. coming back into my heart space, mm-hmm. keep rising up and then, yeah, yeah, coming from that space. And speaking of all of that work, for you, um, what tools, what practices, what philosophies, what has worked most effectively for you along this entire journey? Body work, energetic work, 100%. Because I've learned, I've, like, I, I know quite, I'm not, I don't know it all, 100%, I do not know it all. But when it comes to how to raise a really healthy family, I feel like I've got a lot of things like down pat that I've learned about. Um, and that's only gotten me so far. What's really unlocked it um, and what's really helped me tap into my true purpose and my true power and my true essence is energetic work and the body work, like the somatic releases that you need to do, the body work every single day, the energy work that I like do through my breath work, through dancing, through journaling, um, you know, through even self-pleasure, self-pleasure practice. This has only been something like that's come into my field this year and I've realised how important it is because your sexual energy is your creative energy and it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you want to like be juicy and have all these things flow and like magnetize abundance in all areas. It's like, you got to unlock that too. You can't just be like hidden away from that part of your body or like, you know, it carries so much wisdom itself, especially in our womb space. Oh my God, as women. So, um, a lot of energy body work, um, is one thing that I really would encourage people to focus on because if you're not doing that, all the intellectual stuff will eventually, you know, go in one ear and out the other and actually land and stick in your body and be like truly integrated and something that you embody because you haven't cleared the space, you haven't released, you haven't let go of the trauma, you haven't worked through the trauma, um, you haven't cleared your vessel and cleared space to be able to hold more and take in more and really be that true grounded, um, yeah, leader or whoever you want to be you don't even have to be a leader on the front lines you could just be a leader in your own home you could be just a leader in your workspace or your friendship circle or you know whatever it is that you choose to do so 100% come back to the body like if if anything that I've learned it's the body will always tell you your head will try to trick you but if you take the time to drop in the first thing that your body like puts out or gives that, that that sign or that voice or that inner guidance the body knows like ask your body and the body will never lie to you because you can't trick the body you can trick your mind and your mind can run off with different things but when you really truly tap into your body, bodily wisdom yeah the body mm-hmm. knows absolutely and this is another part of being the change and if we want to create a new world change the world literally if we're changing the outer world Guys, it begins by changing the inner world. We cannot change our inner world without doing this work. Yes. We can't bypass our way to a newer, better world. It starts with us, the responsibility, and therefore the power rests with us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so wrapping up my beautiful, beautiful soul sister, what advice for the empaths and the sensitive souls who are listening, who have had a long, rough year, what Mm. advice would you have to them? Switch off, rest, do something fun. (laughs) Go and have some juicy sex. (laughs) Do something that doesn't feel so serious all the time. Yeah. Because I feel like when you are an empath and you're in that state and you do feel the feels and you feel other people's energy, it's like don't forget that at the end of the day we are here to enjoy life. We're here to have fun. We're here to love. Mm. Come do something as simple as that. And 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 when I say switch off, I mean like stop consuming so much information. Stop hanging out with every man and their dog if you don't feel energetically it's aligned. Like stop putting yourself in environments where you're exposing your field to other people's frequencies that are very, you know, that are going to be low, low at the time. So it's like being mindful of where you're putting yourself, what environments Mm. are you putting yourself in. Switch off from that. Boundaries. Mm lovingly say no and then Mm -hmm. rest because you've had been you've been through so much this year like we all have been a lot you know there's everyone's has a story this year right Mm -hmm. and so it's really important that we stop trying to um think that rest is an essential part of our growth 100% we have to rest we have to really let things integrate we have to let 
our souls like have the time to speak to us and and drown out all the noise and then come back into a frequency of love and fun and and playfulness because when you come back to that you'll find it's a lot easier not to carry other people's shit as much right like yes it's there and yes things are going on but don't forget that if you really like you said if we want to be the change if we really want to be a stand for what we're a stand for we have to come back to well what is my own frequency where is my vibration at what is that circulating is that feeding into the fear or is it actually saying hey I know this is going on I get it there is just deep disgusting corruption happening Mm. but if I want to magnetize and create this new way and this new earth and this new field of like love abundance happiness joy Mm. I've got to be that first I have to be that Mm. so yeah I think that's the best advice I can give is just don't don't forget like have fun thank you you know have have fun and be silly and take care of yourself first because if you are literally try to carry everything and like figure everything out and just like take on all of this stuff and you're forgetting about nurturing your own soul, you're not truly going to um, live out your true life's purpose or do the work that you think that you're, you, you know, your soul's here to do. You're going to be compromising that to some extent and it's not going to be your full expression at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So very true. Thank you for your wisdom, sister. And everyone listening, if everything that Tay just spoke into just like allowed your nervous system to unravel and if your field opened up and felt receptive to it, please know that Tay is one of the incredible guest speakers on the Empowered Empath program and I'm so honoured to have her part of it. (laughs) If you want that level of access to her, it's so available to you. Um, Mm. Sissy, before I wrap up every episode, I do something fun because frequency first right (laughs) it's called power play so it's just a speed round of questions that just answer as quickly and effortlessly as you can are you ready okay yeah (laughs) what's your least favorite thing about being a sensitive person um (laughs) all of the thoughts that you have to think about and run away with and and try to stop yourself from like buying into (laughs) it's a struggle (laughs) favorite thing about being a sensitive person Uh, my capacity to love and show compassion and take care of other people. I love it. What's your go-to, like your number one energy hack for lifting your vibration? Dancing. Yes, same, the best. Any party tricks or secret talents? Uh, I don't think I, oh, I probably do have some. I I can't think of it right now. What's my party trick? (laughs) just be silly like just don't give a fuck about whatever anyone thinks of you just get on the dance floor that's probably my party trick is just to break the break the ice and get on the dance floor and start having fun the best do you have any catchphrases (sighs) catchphrases love wins lovelings Love wins. Oh, love wins. Yes. Beautiful. Is that a catchphrase? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. If you say enough, of course it is. How would you describe yourself in three words? Silly. Playful. Oh, is it three words? Can I say more? Badass badass, abundant boss. I should have said that. Yes. I love the alliteration in those ones. So good. Now, best advice you have ever received? True power is peaceful. Oh, stop (laughs) it. (laughs) It's the best advice I've received this year in 2020. (laughs) Oh, how good's that? Now, the best advice you can give? Just be you. Oh, just be you. Yeah, it's so simple. It gets to be simple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, gorgeous one, tell the people where they can learn about you, your work, and your new offering, your new mentorship. 
Yes. So I'm so excited. I have just opened up intake for my brand new yearly mentorship. So what that means is you pay $88 a month um, and you get access to a guest speaker every month. You get access to um, a mentoring group session with me. You get access to a workbook um, and another training and a community full of free thinkers, um, support challenges. You get access to so much. There is actually so much value jam packed in this where I'm just like, everyone get into this because it only opens in uh, what's well, open now. It will close in January um, on the 10th of January and then it will only open again in July. So like if you want to go and check it out, you can head to my page. Um, just look at the Families for Freedom uh, link in my bio or um, just watch my stories or like I've posted about it a lot of times. Look out for Families for Freedom if you feel like this is something that you want to be involved with. Um, and then I have, um, you know, one-on-one clients as well. So if that resonates and you feel like you want to work with me in some capacity, reach out to me, send me an email, um, which you can do through my website or through my um, social media pages again. But um, yeah, that's that's the two main things that I'm working towards and then yeah have some other things in the pipeline uh but I can't announce that just yet <laughs> as always and I'm not sure that you spelled them out but share your actual Instagram handle and website for the people oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay so on Instagram you can find me at taze underscore way underscore don't forget about the last underscore otherwise you won't be able to find me because I'm heavily shadow banned and sensitive all the time um and then my website is tazewaymovement.com.au uh, and my, I'm on Facebook under Taze Way Movement. I'm also on Telegram. But, yeah, if you go to Instagram, that's where I hang out mostly, which is at Taze underscore Way underscore. Amazing. That is where you can find the queen. Uh, yes. Sissy, thank you so much for your time, your presence, your beautiful, beautiful love. It's been an honour to spend this time with you and to have such a deep and juicy conversation. People listening, like, this is like the actual substance of conversation that we normally have as soul sisters. <laughs> so I feel like we're just, this is just our conversations. Like, yeah, it's how we <laughs> just catching up. <laughs> And I love it so, so much. I adore you with all my heart. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much for your presence in this episode of Empowerment Lightworker. I hope you've learned a thing or two that you can apply to feel more aligned and more alive. If so, feel free to leave a review or share what's resonated on Insta at Gracie Belev. For more on this topic, show notes and access to my Empowered Empath Mentoring Program are available at graciebelev.com forward slash The Empowered Empath. Until next time, Lightworker, keep rising, keep shining, and remember, your sensitivity is your superpower.